Hey everyone, welcome back to the podcast. This week, the week of April 10th, 2023. We got a lot happening. This is a big week for us. I want to run through a couple things before the podcast starts. First off, check out The Size Up. The Size Up by National Fire Radio is a lifestyle podcast about health and wellness and lifestyle. It is anchored by Pip, our buddy, our little guy with the mohawk. He's out there. He's pushing hard, and his episode drops every Tuesday. Check him out. Give him some support. Look him up on social media. That's The Size Up by National Fire Radio. FDIC is approaching. We're teaming up with the 2448 podcast. Sam Massa from High Viz LED Lighting, his podcast where he talks to firefighter or first responder-owned businesses, entrepreneurial people that are in our lane. Check out the 2448 podcast. We're going to be sharing a booth with them at FDIC this year. Booth number 13073-13073 at FDIC. We'll be right in the main hallway, right by registration in Firefighter Row. There is a line of firefighter-owned businesses that are lining down the hallway this year. You want to be there. Support our own. Check it out. FDIC 2023 national fire radio in the 2448 podcast we'll be sharing a booth together 13073 come see us we'll put out times and guests of when we're going to be live broadcasting from the booth this friday april 14th the new national fire radio website goes live it's been a long time coming we have a tremendous amount of content that's been being put up on the website we're going to go from a t-shirt and swag selling website to an anchor-based media platform this is phase one of the process, and we have a lot more coming uh, as phase one drops. Coming that Monday morning, Monday uh, morning the 17th, you're going to see a whole new side of National Fire Radio and content delivery and how we're going to be pushing this job forward. We're getting into some different things that we haven't done before. We're partnering up with incredible people in the industry to start bringing you different types of content that we haven't done before so we are excited for that so the website is up nationalfireradio.com on friday april 14th and then on april 17th something very new drops and we'll be all over it this weekend advertising and letting you know what that is and lastly i just want to say this without partners without the collaborations that we have in place we wouldn't be able to do this and so as I sign off every podcast where I say talk about the job because it makes the job better, I truly believe that now more than ever, I believe it. So talk about the job. Take what we do here at National Fire Radio and spread it. Go talk about the job and tell everybody how good it is. And do me a favor. Before we hop into the podcast, we can't do this without the sponsors that help us bring this information forward. And so do me a favor. Give a listen and check out our sponsors. Our first sponsor of the podcast, Taylor's Tins. Taylor and his crew from Taylor's Tins have been manufacturing metal helmet fronts since 2017. With over 200,000 metal fronts in the market, they are a leader in the metal helmet front space. Their creativity, as well as customer service, sets them apart from the competition. They are manufacturing one-offs within 24 to 48 hours to ship to your door not only that but head over to taylorstins.com and you'll see all the other products that they offer right now on their homepage, they have a whole page dedicated to vintage metal prints it's so cool to see the original prints of the fire apparatus fire hydrants fire helmets fire boots flashlights it's so cool they are printed metal tins that hang on the wall 
that are aged and look to be from the original days of when these prints were drawn, looking for copyright and trademarks. It's really cool. Taylor and his crew are super creative. They're always pushing the envelope as to what products they offer to the fire service. Check them out at www.taylorstins.com. That's again, taylorstins.com to get a hold of Taylor and his crew. And in the words of Taylor, stop burning up leather. This episode's brought to you by the 2448 Podcast. If you're a first responder with an entrepreneurial streak, check out the 2448 Podcast. Hosted by Sam Massa, who built lighting company Hi-Viz LEDs. During his off time, he serves as a volunteer firefighter and professional EMT. Each week, we tell the stories of different first responder-owned businesses, from small startups to food trucks to companies like National Fire Radio and Fire Department Coffee. Available anywhere you listen to podcasts. Go to the2448.com for more information. That's www.the2448.com for more information about this killer podcast. And if you're coming to FDIC this year, join us in booth 13073, right by the entrance in the main hallway where National Fire Radio, yes, us, in conjunction with the 2448 podcast, will be teamed up for live shows throughout the duration of FDIC. It's going to be a killer week out in Indy. Join us at booth 13073 right in the main hallway where you come right into the convention center. We're going to be right there live broadcasting throughout the week. Come see us. Guys, thanks for checking it out. Check out the 2448 podcast. And now without further ado, the daily episode. Hey everybody, Jeremy, National Fire Radio. Welcome back to the podcast. Today is going to be a fun episode. Today I got Mike France, who's the president of the Mac Boston 18 Truck Foundation, or organization, I should say. They are a 501c3 not-for-profit organization. Mike's got 34 years in the fire service, 10 years with the Mac Boston 18 Truck Organization. And we're going to hop right into that and about what all that is and what they're doing for the fire service. But Mike, first and foremost, happy Monday. Good morning. Thanks for joining me, brother. Good morning, Jeremy. Thank you for having me. Oh, yeah, man. This is fun. So you and I met a few years back on, uh, I know we were like following each other on social media, and then I was yep. up at the Syracuse, uh, the, I think it was the New York State Fire Chief show in Syracuse several exactly. years ago. that's where it was. And you guys, so the Mac Boston 18 is a is a uh, a moving monument to recognize, to share the brother and sisterhood across the state of New York by representing those that have fallen in the line of duty, and it's a moving memorial, if you will, correct? That is correct. I love it. I love it. So you guys had the truck on display in Syracuse. It was out in the street. The old screw jacks were down. The aerial was up. And uh, and all along the outside of the tiller uh, body was uh, our placards uh, recognizing those that have fallen in the line of duty. And so your organization, I'd love to get a little bit of background about how this all came to be and how you know and 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 how immersed you've become in the culture of recognizing our own and so on. So Mike, where does this journey start and how did Mac Boston 18 come around, man? Well, the journey started late 80s, early 90s. Group of guys who were firefighters in Saratoga County, Washington County who loved fire trucks. What firefighter doesn't love old That's fire right. trucks? Uh, there was this old 1976 Seagrave from Boston sitting in a farmer's field. 
and some of our founding members, and you're going to recognize one of the names. Uh, Kevin Shepard, he sure. was chief of Greenwich. Mm -hmm. Jerry Herps yeah. is a past president, charter member. He, he was one of the guys. Fran Murphy, assistant chief from Saratoga Springs. Uh, a couple firefighters, Jim Alheim from Greenwich, Gordy Davis, who was our first president. Mm -hmm. So they, they pooled their money with a bunch of other guys. Uh, they bought the truck and they fixed it up and they drove it around. They went to parades. They flew the flag. You know, it was, it was a good old boys club back in the day. Absolutely. So they, you know, they, they kept the truck up in Greenwich, Washington County. And in 1994, that August, Paul McMurray dies in Hudson Falls, New York, line of duty death. Well, all the guys knew Paul. So the idea came about, let's form a memorial truck. So they still had the Boston uh, Seagrave mm -hmm. that came from the city of Boston, was truck nine. So they took Paul's last name, McMurray, put it with the Boston to get the Mac Boston. Got it. And then the 18 was his badge number. Ah, there you go. Okay. So that started Mac Boston 18 truck. Well, they were still selling t-shirts and doing that, but they weren't really a non-for-profit at the time. So it was just, it was to, re it was to recognize one of their brothers that had fallen. right? Exactly. The, yeah. And then a year later, right. Brian Myers senior dies in a fire in Schuylerville. And he was another friend of these guys. So it, it all started meshing together. And in 1998, when Governor Pataki erected the Fallen Firefighters Memorial in Albany, New York, right. we started going. So we became a 5013C that year. We started adding names. The first set of names that went on the wall went on the truck. And from that point, it became the living memorial in upstate New York. Yeah. We were traveling to state chiefs, which is really great to us. We don't pay to go there. They let us set up, set up the truck, sell our shirts, sell our merchandise. And that's how we fund the truck is by selling our merchandise, right? By our membership dues, because to get into the, become a member, it's little, I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. In the beginning, they had a close network. Um, you join the truck. It costs you $250 as an initial buy-in as a voting member of the truck. And you paid $60, $60 a year for dues, but they were, it closed. They had a cap. Right. But what happened was they started losing guys. So they came, we're going to open it up to at more active members. And then we're going to do what we call associate members, 60 bucks a year as a cash cow. But these people didn't have a vote, but they could come help at the events. So from that point, you know, it started rolling. Uh, they started doing training seminars uh, with number first one for the first year was Chief Salka. Uh, they had Jay Jonas, which is the one that introduced me that training seminar introduced me to the organization. Got it. Okay. Um, I was chief of my department. I said to the board of fire commissioners, Hey, can I get 500 bucks? We'll take five guys. 
and we'll go to this seminar. It looks really good. Well, at the time, I knew one of the members, Rich Casco, and I knew Gina Morosi, who is a fire photographer from Saratoga County. So we got talking, and I would go out to State Chiefs. I would buy a T-shirt like any firefighter would. And I really became interested in what they were doing. They were honoring our fallen brothers and sisters. Yeah. Um, so I said, okay, how do I become a member? And they told me how to do it. Um, my mom had passed away, so I had a little extra money. And I said to my wife at the time, I said, guess what? I'm joining this organization. Fill out the application. I write the checkout, send it. And a month later, I was voted in as a full member. And from that point on, I would start going to the training seminars, the events. We would fly the flag for fire departments at their open houses. We do any event that they requested us to do for a donation sure. back to the truck to pay for the fuel in that. Mm -hmm. And we started getting in to doing hands-on training. And that is thanks to Gina Morosi. Gina Morosi is a great person in this organization. Number one, she has contacts down in the city of New York with a bunch of the FDMY guys because she was going down to visit her brother. And I told you the story. Yeah. He lived in Manhattan and truck four engine 54 battalion nine, I believe it was in Manhattan. She walked into the firehouse. The story goes that she was looking for something and they, you know, her husband being a firefighter, they got talking and all that down there. She became their photographer at that state, that house. So she would go down and do photos on the weekends, you know, when she was visiting her brothers. She'd ride the truck and all that. She comes up with the idea, let's do a fall training seminar with the FDMY guys. And that point, that's where we started getting into the training, which is part of our mission statement, too. Uh, we're not only a living memorial, and we're also there to help the families within our means, but we're there to promote the education for firefighters and life safety. Yeah, so let me read it. Mac Boston 18 Trucks' mission is to keep alive the memory of New York State firefighters who died in the line of duty by promoting firefighter safety through education and raise public awareness with fire safety and prevention and assist in the recruitment of firefighters. So what I, what I love, man, is like the story has evolved, you know, tenfold, right? It's like it went from a bunch of guys that uh, bought a TDA that were like, hey, this could be a lot of fun. We'll take it to parades and parties and, you know, and, and picnics and all those things, you know, that we all do in that in that world of, of firefighting, right? Like the, you know, exactly. the volunteer side going to, you know, parties and picnics and all that, right? Fundraisers. And it's just a lot of fun, right, to have a TDA. And then from there, through tragedy comes triumph. And and so now, you know, you pay it forward looking at, you know, a, a couple uh, people have fallen, and let's turn this into something more memorable, more meaningful. Absolutely. That's what it's all about. You know, it, and, and what keeps me so vested in this is that we have a great group of members. Uh, we hail from Schenectady County, Albany County, Rensselaer County, Washington, Saratoga, Fulton, Montgomery. You know, we come together, and like any volunteer organization, it's hard to get everybody together. 
So we, we try to do a meeting once a month. If we don't, we get to another meeting. We pay our bills on a regular basis. Um, we're like any, any organization. Right. We do not keep the money in our pocket. Yeah, right. The executive board, which is myself, Bob Palmieri, who is vice president, Gina Morosi, the treasurer, and Bill Purcell, who is our secretary, we get voted in. We don't get paid for this job. We do it because we have the passion sure. of keeping that memory alive of our fallen brothers and sisters. This episode's brought to you by Fast Rescue Solutions. Fast Rescue Solutions was created with the mission to develop products and training that surpass currently accepted industry standards and that meet the operational challenges of the real world. Their vision is, always has been, and always will be to revolutionize rescue and save lives, fulfilling both the mission and the vision the fast board is a disruptive technology in rescue invented by 28 year philadelphia firefighter eric allen with over 20 years in the philadelphia fire department special operations command he is a game changer his crew is game changing victim in firefighter rescue and survival the national average time for rescuing a downed firefighter is 15 to 20 minutes using five or more people the fast board has the ability to reduce that time to five minutes or less using only two or three members. That is 500 times faster than the national average. Originally designed to get down firefighters out of a basement, the fast board has been proven effective in nearly every rescue scenario. RIT can find space, trench, ice, and water rescue, hazmat, mass casualty, and the list goes on and on. It's simplicity and versatility make it a game changer. For a virtual demo or more information, visit their website at www.fastrescuesolutions.com and tell the crew you heard about them on the National Fire Radio channel. Eric and his crew at Fast Rescue Solutions have become dear friends of ours, and we appreciate the support. Check them out. Yeah. So talk to me a little bit about the process then of the truck itself and then, you know, the memorial placards that are on it. How does that, so any fallen firefighter in the state of New York, do they get recognized on the memorial? So here's how it works. And we always get this, we get into these little discussions about this. So every year, the state of New York does a fallen firefighters memorial service in October. Right. And how we have set it up with how they do it is we take their list every year and those names will go on the truck as long as they're from 1994 and up anything right. prior to 94 we have to we don't have the room on the truck so what we do is those are special cases and i'll get into that in a little bit but to get back to the process the state goes through their list every year they they put it out we take the list and now with 9-11, we have, if you saw the plaques, we have a plaque directly for the 343. Right. Now we have started plaques for the post 9-11. Right. Okay. So when they get added onto the wall in Albany, we put them on those plaques. Got it. Which okay. now the occupational you know, damage of, yep. of what went on on 9-11 has now trumped the number of brothers and sisters that perished that day. And uh, yeah. it's crazy how it just keeps it escalating. It, it, yeah. it's, 
I'll tell you, I, and you know, what we try to do is we try to track between myself and Bill Purcell, we try to track, you know, we're on Facebook. Everyone's on this social media and you see the line of duty desk being posted yeah. all the time. So what we try to do is we'll honor them on our wall, especially if they're in New York, but it doesn't always have to be a firefighter from New York. We will honor fallen brothers and sisters throughout the United States. On okay. Page. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's one of the things I learned from the beginning is that's you have to honor everything. And side note is I used to, I belong to the capital region pools. So that's where I got started with this and then getting into the truck, it became even more important to right. me. Right. Um, so we do that. There are instances that, and we'll go back to anything prior to 1994. So we just actually, I just am working on one today with one of the local departments in Albany County, Verdoy. One of their chiefs died in 19, I think it was around 1970. I don't have the paperwork in front of me. So I happened to meet up with the guys at a chili cook-off two weeks ago in Troy, and they said, hey, could we get a plaque made up for Chief Ziegler? And I said, absolutely. I said, it's, it's an easy process. Uh, you send me a letter, and what I do is I give it to the plaque committee. The plaque committee confirms it in the book that New York State pr- produces every year. And as long as he's, they're in the book, and we get a donation from the fire department, we will put that plaque on the truck. Nice. Okay. Yeah. It's, you know, I, I, there's, I don't know what I can say, you know, we, it's an honor to do what we're doing. Sure. Okay. And I don't, I don't play this. It's all me. It's not about me. It's about the people of the organization doing it for their brothers and sisters in the fire service. Well, that's it. I mean, you guys, you know, it's it's a way to um, honor those and promote what we do all in the same breath, right? Yeah. It's that, exactly. you know, there, there is just something about a line of duty death that requires us to acknowledge and certainly pay homage to their service and, and, and what they did and ultimately, uh, you know, laying down their life while in the duty of, of actions for others. And that is, uh, admirable to, to the highest extent. So for you guys to take something that was, uh, you know, a a fun hobby and, and, and laughs, a lot of laughs and then turn it into something more meaningful where you're raising funds and, and so on to recognize those that have fallen and then having a moving memorial and, you know, like I said, I saw it at the at the fire chiefs, uh, you know, conference up in Syracuse, New York. Um, but you guys travel to all different functions. Um, the truck is always on display somewhere, typically, right? And so people, typically, yeah, we, mm-hmm. you know, it, this we were kind of down last year. Uh, we had gone out to state chiefs. The truck is forty some odd years old. The current truck that we have, it's an American La France, nineteen eighty, and we started noticing some issues with the engine. Yeah. So we have a couple, we have an Atlantic Detroit dealer in Albany and we have a truck dealership that does our work. So we took it to them first to upstate and they were like, yeah, this is beyond us. We took it over to uh, Atlantic Detroit, you know, 40 years old, it needed a tune up. Well, 
it got its tune-up, it got a new front end, and we just brought it back out of the shop from Atlantic Detroit with a new radiator and all that because, you know, we're trying to keep this going as long as we can because things are getting expensive out sure. there. Sure. <laughs> sure. No, well, absolutely. Absolutely. So, but I, I got a story I, I had, I wanted to tell you because it, it kind of puts the truck and our organization together with a line of duty death that happened up here. Um, a couple of years ago, before COVID, we were in a flag day parade in Burnt Hills, New York. And I was riding on the jump seat. We had driver officer in the front and Gina was tilling the truck. So we had stopped in the middle of the road and we were sitting there for like 15 minutes and this older gentleman with his wife was standing on the shoulder and he was wearing an FDMY hat. And he came over to us and he said, I tillered down in New York City. I tillered one of these trucks down there. And come to find out he had retired due to 9-11 illness. Yeah. And moved up to Saratoga County. And he goes, I would really love to ride on the truck. And we're like, you know, we have a policy that we can't do that because of insurance, sure. but he was okay with that. He got his picture taken with the truck and about four months later, the captain contacted me and he said, remember that gentleman we saw in the parade? I said, yeah. He goes, he just passed away. Oh, wow. And Gina reached out to the family and said, you know, we would like to fly the flag either at the wake or the funeral. And they said, would you mind coming to the wake to fly the flag, which was right in the village of Balsam Spa. So Sunday afternoon, we bring the truck, we set it up. And I have to tell you, Jeremy, you want to talk about brotherhood. Yeah. The guys from his house, all right, came up in three near FDMY vans yep. to pay tribute to this guy. And they weren't just the guys that knew him. It was the newer guys too, the probies, the young guys that came there. The way it should be. You know, and when his, one of the officers said to us, would you mind standing in line with us when the family comes out afterwards so that we can salute them? Now that's an honor. Yeah, I mean, that, that's the that's the tearjerker right there. Yeah. Well, you know? yeah. And, and that's, again, I mean, you know, just what you guys are doing. It's a living, you know, testament to those that have passed. Exactly. You, you make an impact on those and the families, right? I mean, a lot of it has to do with the families because the, oh, the members I, I of, the members the have passed on. Are, yeah. I mean, when we go to the fallen firefighters Memorial every October and we set the truck up and the families come out afterwards, to see their loved ones on the wall. And then they come over to the truck and they're already on the truck because we've gotten the list and we've gotten it done. And they, they take the pictures of the plaque. They take the etching off the wall and yeah. it's a keepsake for them. Yeah. Um, I believe it was John McNamara. He was an FDMY firefighter that passed away and finally was put on the wall. His wife and son came up and had their picture taken with the truck that day that he got put on the wall. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's, it's amazing what will happen. You know, one of the honors as president that I get 
is every now and then I will grab a coin out of my pocket from the organization and I'll coin one of the families. Um, it, it's just, it's an honor to give them something to know that we did something for them. Yeah. Yeah. It's powerful. It's yep, powerful it for the family because the family realizes what a family we all are and that your organization takes time to recognize the service of their loved one. And I mean, it's just, you know, for you to do that, for your organization to do that, um, it's just very powerful, man. And it's, it's, uh, it is, yeah. you know, we have, you know, you have those moments, but we also have the fun moments too. We have the events that are fun. Oh, hundred percent. You know, New York state Chiefs, I have to say is one of the funnest events I get to go to every year with the organization because you're meeting guys like John Lewis, um, I took John and Chief Moran's class back in, oh, 2013, 2014 in uh, Village of Colony. Mike Scotto, Mike Scotto just retired from the FDMY. He's one of our instructors when we do the uh, hands-on training. You know, it, yeah. it, these guys are awesome. That's great. Well, relationships matter. I mean, that's what this is all about, oh, right? Oh, no, absolutely. So, and, you know, yeah. we're thankful to have Gina, who has the contacts. Uh, Mike Tiampo has been one of our instructors, Ray McCormick. Uh, there's so many that have come up to be our uh, instructors. Uh, we've had Billy Greenwood, Tiger Schmittendorf come to our training seminars and put them on. Yeah, nice. So what's next then for the organization? Do you have anything scheduled? Is there anything coming up? Are we still well, doing, you know, are we still involved in getting the training out there? Where are we? Well, I'll tell you where we are. And I'm not really supposed to divulge this, so I can't give a lot out on it. Uh, one of our members works for Rescue Jack. And we are working with him and Rescue Jack to do a training seminar hands-on in Colony. I don't have a date. I don't know right now. It's... There's a lot of logistics. Um, we're going to be doing that. We're going to be going into June where we're going to go to State Chiefs. We have a lot of small events in the local area that we're going to be doing. And then we're going to look to the fall. And we're going to look to do another hands-on training seminar in Saratoga County. Uh, Gina has reached out to a couple people that she knows through her husband we're going to take it a little different turn but i don't have all the details right no, now. no that's okay but you it's know good, i wish i i wish i had more details but you know we're still working the angle with a couple of these people for the uh, seminar no nah, that's great well listen i mean the the success of your organization and what you guys are doing and bringing attention and keeping the memories alive of those that have fallen before us. I mean, that's just very powerful, Mike. And, um, you know, you guys are doing great things with the organization. And I'm um, proud to know you, proud to know about the organization and where we can help or fit in, man. Please uh, take advantage of that and let us help you. Absolutely. Uh, I mean, I, fit in. thank you for reaching out to me because this is my second podcast that I've done. Yeah. I did one with the professional brotherhood with my secretary. Yeah. And I was... I told Gina the other day, I said, hey, by the way, so I'm doing a podcast with Jeremy. He asked me, she goes, okay, sounds cool. I'm yeah. going to listen. <laughs> yeah, good. Well, I, you know, listen, we have, we have a duty, too, at National Fire Radio to put forth 
people that I believe in and, and the, the crew, you know, organizations that we think are doing the right thing and pushing the job forward. And, you know, we, we have a community and in that, in having that trust of our community, it's important for us to share messages of organizations that I think are doing it right. And so that's why I wanted to get you on for a quick clip today with you, uh, just to get some information out there and educate people about who you are and what you guys do. I know you're central to New York, but you did say before that you will put somebody else's name on the truck and people can reach out to you. Where can people find more about you? How can they reach out to you if they're interested? Obviously, you guys are a 501c3, so you're always looking for financial support as well as, I'm sure, any support for the truck as well, you know, (laughs) mechanics or parts or anything else too. I'm sure that helps as well. But um, how can people get a hold of you, Mike? Where can they find your organization and so on? Well, they can go on Facebook. We're on Facebook. Um, it's Mac Boston, 18 truck fall, you know, fallen firefighter Memorial on Facebook. We're on Instagram. Um, they can look me up on Facebook and Instagram, reach out to me. Our website is kind of old. We're going to, we're going to be working on that to update it, but they can always message me through, as I say, Facebook, Instagram, sure. and they can message the page on facebook also and one of us will get back to them i love it brother well thank you so much for joining me today uh for some information about mac boston 18 truck a 501c3 not-for-profit organization that is recognizing our fallen in the state of new york mike france thank you for joining me today brother i appreciate you and i appreciate the information about your organization thanks so much thank you jeremy and Thank you to everybody who listens to this. I love it, man. I appreciate you. Stay right here. I'm going to sign off, and I'll come right back, brother. Everyone, thank you for tuning in for another episode of the National Fire Radio Podcast, Mac Boston 18 Truck, Fallen Firefighter Memorial based out of New York State. They are an incredible organization. I've gotten to know them. I've bumped, I've bumped, I bumped into them, and now we've gotten to know each other. Uh, and so on. it's certainly a worthwhile cause and organization that is recognizing our fallen, those line of duty deaths that we cannot or ever forget about. So that was Mike France, the president of the organization. Um, do me a favor. Check them out on social media. Check out their website and let them know that you listened to the episode. We'll put their contact information on the podcast bio. And, uh, well, hey, thanks for tuning in. We'll see you at the next one. Jeremy, National Fire Radio. National Fire Radio.